Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys are in for a real treat. We are interviewing one of our heroes, you know, that we've kind of known of and read his books from a distance for a long time. We're so excited we get to have a conversation with him today, and I know you're going to enjoy it. But before we get to that, I want to share one of our new reviews. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to write a review. If you have not written a review and you love this podcast, please go and do so on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to spread the message of the Naked Marriage Podcast and help marriages all over the world. Today's review is from 72 Bank, and it's entitled New Listener, and this person gave us five stars, so thank you so much. Thank you. It says this, thank you for this podcast. I listen when driving to patients' homes. Married for 25 years this coming October, and your podcast helps to get through challenges I have and find comfort in knowing other Christians also have and have overcome. Thank you again. God bless you all, Candy. Well, thank you, Candy. Thank you for the work you're doing in helping patients. And we're so glad the Naked Marriage Podcast can make your day a little brighter. Yes, those reviews do mean so much for us, and they help other people discover the podcast. So thanks for your partnership in helping spread the word. So today's episode is a great one, guys. Uh, One of our heroes, like Ashley said, Pastor Mark Batterson, the pastor of National Community Church in Washington, D.C., the author of many books that have uh, personally impacted our lives in big ways. And he's here today to talk to us about three words that could radically transform your marriage. And those three words are please, sorry, thanks. Those three words also make up the title of his newest book, Please, Sorry, Thanks. And we're going to talk all about what that means. You can learn more about Pastor Mark on social media, Instagram, Twitter, by going to at Mark Batterson. He's a great follow on social media, and you're going to love today's conversation. So let's dive in. Hey, friends, like I said in the intro, you are in for a treat today. And I know I say that every week, and so it almost loses credibility. But this time, (laughs) I really mean it extra because we have got the one and only Dr. Mark Batterson, pastor, prolific writer, and really just uh, one of the one of the most influential voices in the church and a guy that's impacted me from a distance for so many years. So this really is a privilege to have him on the podcast. So Pastor Mark, welcome. Welcome. Hey, my joy and privilege. And uh, we discovered that we have a few things in common. So this is this is going to be a fun conversation. Yes. I can't wait. We cannot wait. Yeah, just right out of the gate, we realized we have a mutual friend in common, Joel Maum, who we went to Machu Picchu with. And Mark said that he has a really cool story about also going to the Inca Trail and what happened afterwards. You want to share that with us? <laughs> well, why don't we dive right in? Yeah, let's, let's go. Do let's it. go for it. Un- First unfiltered. of all, though, can we just talk about the people who take 
the bus up to Machu Picchu. Like, no, 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 uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Maybe they, have, maybe they know better. That, no, that, that's, that's no way to not, see it. That is not how you're supposed to get no. there. You, oh, you no, need to hike through Dead Widow's Pass and get a <laughs> get an oxygen deprivation headache to really appreciate Machu Picchu. Can I get it? Amen. I have to agree. I have Amen. to agree. And we definitely had now, it. I got acute mountain sickness, so it was it was now. Not fun. <laughs> um, now, having said that, I do need to to say this that. Uh, the first night camping on the trail, there was a strange mechanical sound, like the blowing up of an inflatable mattress, kind of in the midst of nature. You, you, and uh, I, I, you know, hard to believe someone would actually bring an inflatable mattress on this trip. And you're looking at them. That I'm the guy. I'm the guy. Hey, smart. Who did I just it. Smart. Yes. I, they, listen. All the, everybody else was was making fun of me. Uh, but not not every morning when I slept great on yes. my yeah. uh, inflatable mattress. So that's, um, that's there's yeah. wis- that's just wisdom. right That there. is wisdom. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we have yeah. tools. We have good tools these days. Yep. That's awesome. Now, but but then after the hike, we had this crazy idea to go paragliding over the Sacred Valley. Wow. And you, oh, you know wow. how you ever have an idea that sounds really good until you're about to do it? <laughs> Many <laughs> times. Many yes. times. Yes. I. You guys, I got like, it was like a, we're about to jump off a, a cliff that's a 10,000 foot drop into the Sacred Valley. And so I'm, I'm like, give me some kind of orientation here. 30, <laughs> right. second, 30 second orientation that basically consisted of run off of the cliff as fast as you can, then lift your legs. And I'm like, that's all you've got? That's what this we're doing? It feels safe. So, oh, my gosh. So you, you know what I did? Like any good father, I let my son go first. <laughs> <laughs> like you test it out, you know? Um, <laughs> oh, my but, God. Uh, it was, uh, I checked a few life goals off of that wow. list. And just since, since I know we're talking marriage and family, yes. I, I'll just say this, that Man, a turning point in my life was when I took some of these life goals and added a relational component. Yeah, absolutely. in other words, 100%. like, yeah, I want to go paragliding, but it'd be a lot more fun with my oldest son. I'd, I'd yes. love to raft the Colorado River, but why don't I do that with my my youngest son? And I, I'd love to see the top of the Eiffel Tower, but you know what's better than that? Kissing my wife on top of the Eiffel there Tower. There you go. That's yes. what's now better. Now you're talking. Um, That's right. So, that's uh that's kind of that's my story and i'm sticking with it man i love it we love adventure too like that we put a high value on adventure in our family and dave you know dave and i both have taken our boys separately on different adventures and we've had lots of adventures so i totally we are in the same vein like we we totally believe that too 100 percent. and just like Uh, the the intentionality of that of like setting goals making plans getting stuff on the calendar and that's that's a real theme that i've seen in your teachings and your writing and just in your in your life like just being intentional. And that's uh, one of the things you've challenged me on just mm-hmm. from a distance as I've read your books and made me think about well, what goals am I going for? And like, what, what should I be working towards? And right. how can we kind of restructure our, our calendar and our schedule to make that more of a possibility? So, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Can yeah, I, really. can I just throw out a really practical thought here? Yes, um, please. Cause you're, you know, your, your kids, um, 
they're they're a little bit younger than our kids. All three of our kids are in their twenties, so we're awesome. we're just a couple of miles down down the road. But a, a wise mentor said, if you want to keep relationship with your adult kids, um, go on vacations to really nice places, do fun stuff, and pay for them. And yes. uh, it'll probably work out for you. Um, right. And I'm I'm being sort of I'm having a little bit of fun with that. But yeah. I would say this. You got to be a student of your kids and yeah. figure yeah. out what yeah. they love. And and it will be like glue in the relationship. So, um, you know, like I my, my oldest son loves to bike. And mm-hmm. so I've done a bike century the last two years, biked 100 miles. And, wow. it, you know, at, at my age, it's getting harder and harder. But, <laughs> you know, to be in the saddle for six hours with your son doing what he loves you it's know, amazing. that's that's because I know it's not one of the five love languages, but biking, if there was a sixth love language, <laughs> right. that would be his love language. So uh, I love yeah. that so much. No, we that's, uh, we are taking that information. No, that's, that's yeah, gold. It Relationship gold. gold, even yeah. even for marriage. So like be a for study sure. of uh, like a student of what your spouse, your spouse loves, what makes them tick and then join them in that. And yeah. and for your kids, especially like as our kids are getting ready to launch, like I'm I'm taking note of that for sure. And I'm going to be applying that for sure. But definitely. Well, we, we'd love to talk to you about your new book. You, if you guys who are listening, if you haven't read any of any of Pastor Mark's books, you are missing out. I'm telling yes. you what the, the library of content that he has created and continues to create is just a wealth of wisdom and practical insight. And the stories are incredible. I think that the, the, uh, the old Dos Equis, uh, commercial, <laughs> the world's most interesting man is loosely based, based on, on Mark Batterson. Like, I think that even though the world's most interesting man was a fictional character, right. I feel like Mark Batterson should be able to sue for some kind oh of like gosh. copyright infringement to say, wait a second. <laughs> like, it's really me. I'm the world's most interesting man. So, but he's, he's too humble to say that about himself. But uh, guys, read his books. I'm, and I'm so excited about the new book. The title is three it's words so that all the time we're saying you need in your marriage, in your family, in your life. Please, sorry. Thanks. Oh my so goodness. Pastor Mark, tell us tell us about the inspiration behind this book. Yeah, and it's you know it's pretty fun because I think it's a marriage book, I think it's a parenting book, mm-hmm. I think it's a workplace book, I think it's a spiritual book because if you're good at those three words, you are just good to go. I'm not worried about you if you're good at please, sorry, and thanks. Um, it's yeah. kind of fun, you guys, because I I dedicate this book to my mom and dad. And like a lot of mom and dads, you know, they taught me to say, please, sorry, and thanks. But but where I try to go with with these three words is that there's an art and science to them. And I I love the science side. Like, for example, um, and I, I don't know who does these studies, but studies have shown that if you talk negatively to plants, they will languish. If you talk positively to plants, they will flourish. Like That's crazy. what's true of plants is true of people. Like yeah. Our, oh, yeah. the power of life and death is in the tongue. That's, life. that is, man, that's, that's so true. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and, you know, let's keep it real. All of us as parents have had that moment where we've heard our kids say something that we said that we wish we hadn't <laughs> said. And yes. it's so, it's so mortifying and humbling but, you, you know, I would flip that as well and say that when when we are really good as parents at please, sorry and thanks, 
-hmm. and our kids begin to pick up, not just on the language, but on the lifestyle. Um, that's a powerful thing. I think it's one of the greatest gifts that we can give our kids. And so the simple premise of the book is that words create worlds. And yeah. this is this is a biblical idea, but it's also interesting. It's a linguist idea. It's the constructive conception of language that our words don't represent the world objectively. Our words create the world subjectively. So right. simply put, if you want to change your life, you have to change your words. Right. And please, sorry and thanks are a good place to start. It's so revolutionary, it. but also so simple. But it's like the simple things that I think we all struggle with the most, you know, because actually yeah. doing it. And, uh, you know, one thing I was thinking about as you're talking about parents and children is, and I've heard this, and you may talk about this in your book, <clears throat> but that sometimes like what, what we say to our kids the most becomes their inner voice. Have you heard that before where it's like, and sometimes the inner critic, like if we've been really critical with our kids, that becomes their own inner critic that they carry into adulthood. And I don't know who I heard that from. Maybe it was on a podcast or something, but it really resonated with me because it's exactly what you're talking about, that words create worlds. And really as parents, like we're creating kind of shaping the world for our children and how they see it, how they see themselves, how they see you know, other people, authority, all the things, how they even see God, you know? And, yes. um, and I think it's just so, there's so much weight with it. And I do think, you know, since this is a marriage podcast, just kind of turning it back to marriage, I think that, you know, specifically when it comes to how we say things to our spouse and even our kids watching, like the familial uh, influence that we have there, just, I don't, I think we underestimate that, you know? Cause like in the work we do with couples, so many times we, like when they come and talk to us or they're emailing us about an issue, a lot of times they'll say things like, well, I shouldn't have to say that. He's a grown man. She's a grown woman. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you ever hear that yes. as a pastor? Yes. I'm sure you do. And yep. it's like, what would you say to somebody like that? If they're like, well, you know, I'm, we've been married 25 years. I shouldn't have to say thanks. I shouldn't have See, to. Supposed... I mean, she knows that I'm thankful. Yeah. You know? And, and that's just to clarify, that is a toxic mindset that when people have that. Well, obviously, but, yes, yeah. But sometimes how do you get somebody to break out of that cycle sure. of being negative or, or just entitled yeah. and instead to be grateful, especially to the people who matter the most in our own home? Right. Mm. You know, well, first of all, Ashley, I'm just sitting here taking notes because that is a powerful statement that what we yeah. say the most um, can become that inner voice so yeah. thanks for sharing that. And, sure. and I would just, for the record, you know, I do think that scripture is our script cure, that the way we oh, rewrite yes. narratives, the way that we talk to ourselves has to be overwritten by God's word. And so, um, but now you just have me thinking. Uh, <laughs> so so um, he, here's what I would say to those who would say, well, I already said it. Well, first of all, as a leader, I know that until I say something seven times, people haven't even heard it once. Yeah. So you, you got to say it over and over again. But here's where I would push. Um, eight times the psalmist says, sing to the Lord a new song. So this idea that find new words, find new language to nuance the way that you love God. And I would say in a relationship, yeah, don't just keep saying a simple please, sorry, and thanks. Find new ways of saying it. Oh, that's so good. Like, yeah. find, find a way. So 
you know, we're already talking about some love languages. One of my love languages is Malnati's pizza. I'm from Chicago. I love deep dish pizza. And, uh, you know, anybody who knows me knows if you want to say you love me, um, you get me some Malnati's. And I would actually flip it. Like, we, we didn't even give our kids Malnati's when they were really young because they weren't ready. They weren't past the age of accountability. They weren't, so we would just like put in a cheap, a thin crust store-bought pizza for our kids. But once they got old enough, um, we started giving them Malnati's. And, and I'm, you know, I'm being a little bit facetious, but <laughs> when we have friends over and I give them Malnati's, that's the way I'm really saying that I love you. So I, I would push us to keep finding new language, uh, yes. new ways of, I love this about you. Now, how do we do that? How do we cultivate that? Well, one thought is uh, Laura and I keep a gratitude journal. In fact, we begin our Sabbath by sharing the past week's gratitudes. And so um, we uh, and what you have to do when, when you keep a gratitude journal, like you can't just keep giving thanks for the same thing the same way every time. So find ways to nuance it. And uh, and use language to just expand your ability to say please, sorry, and thanks. So that that would be yeah. probably my my challenge. Um, That's hey, a great can challenge. I can yeah. I ask a question of you guys? Sure, yeah, go sure. for it. Which which one of these words is hardest for you? Oh <laughs> which That's one a great probably question. you know? I found that some people are just more natural at, at one or the other, and mm-hmm. some just like that one's really hard. Just out of curiosity, is there is there one that's maybe mm. the easiest, or there one that's the hardest? You know, that's a great question because yeah. each of those three words require humility, but in completely different ways. Right? They do. They do. You know, the, the please. You know, like the the sorry is the humility of admitting fault. Right. You know the. The, the please is the humility of, of needing help. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thanks yeah, thank is you. the it's humility of, of like showing gratitude. Yeah. Showing, yeah. showing, mm. you know, that, that deep gratitude. And I don't know. What would you say? Gosh, I, I will say this. Like, I can speak for you. Like, right. like just as your spouse, <laughs> um, you're really, I mean, <laughs> honestly, dangerous. this is going to sound so cheesy, but like Dave is so, Dave is, I mean, he is just, a master wordsmith anyway. I mean, like he really is like, he truly is a gift. You can't say that in front of no, Mark but I mean, Batterson like, because well, but you've like had people influence you like Mark right. Batterson. So I see this as a Any, total, anything like, I say that's moment. like a smart, I've just plagiarized <laughs> someone like Mark Batterson. <laughs> so. Well, no, I think it certainly influenced you, but like you really are. And you're very careful with your words. Um, I will say, uh, like, I don't know. Dave's good at all these, but like, I would say as far as the two of us, I, I tend to want to like, I'm more intuitive and like, like if there's any tension or anything and I'm very quick for like, sorry, but on the flip side of that, I'm quick to be looking for, and I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying? Whereas I think for, for Dave sometimes, and we've seen this generally speaking, and I, I don't want to make just overarching statements, but in general, there's like neuroscience behind this, you know, women are, we, we tend to just be more intuitive by nature and, and kind of sensitive to maybe some undercurrent things or whatever. And like for you, it takes you a little longer. I mean, you will, you're quick to say you're sorry once you realize it. But I think for me, I tend to just go there too fast. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think like part of why maybe too much. I, well, mean, I think I part know. of why like you, like, you default to that is because 
you grew not to it's turn, how it was raised. You grew yeah, up in a in a culture where there was and there was well, some there was some brokenness and expectation on you to always be a peacemaker at the expense of sometimes having even to, if you weren't wrong even if you weren't yeah. wrong of kind of like having to take the blame for mm-hmm. it. Um, so sometimes it's kind of ha- what you're used to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But for me, I don't like there to be any tension. Like I am a very like, oh no no no, like and I can feel that kind of in my body, you know. I, I feel it like, oh I don't like this tension between us and. And so if I feel like I've created something, I'm real quick with that. But I would say, like, for me personally, as far as please, um, thank you. And what what was the other one? I'm trying to. Sorry. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I would say. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier and junk is sometimes more convenient and we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. Between please and thank you, what do you think? Maybe thank you? Um, no, I, I think, say please a lot. I mean, I thank a lot, but I, I mean, you're, I could probably say please you're more just, too. You're just better than this is almost not true. everybody. Because this is like, not true. She doesn't and I'm struggle even with, with the these kids things. Too. Like, I feel like I kids, struggle. Like, please, and I probably could say thank you more with them. Well, I probably could. I think I for everybody, it kind of, some of it, it's personality, but it's also like how you were raised. Like even, you know, Pastor Mark, I saw a great clip from you teaching just from a week or two ago about like, think about people's five-year-old selves. And when you, you meet somebody and you've just oh. met them, it's like starting on page 116 of a book and you don't have yep. the backstory. And so yeah. you're making assumptions about what you see in that moment, but you don't know what led them to that moment. And I thought that was so insightful because 
how we were raised and, and the experiences we've had, it all kind of leads up to, to our default mode when it comes to communication. And I think we need to give each other a lot more grace because even somebody you're married to and you know well, you don't really know like all that they were experiencing as a child, what it was like in their mind and their heart when right. they were and experiencing certain things. And, and there's no perfect family out there too. No, I just no, want to no. say that like there's all stuff and how we perceive things too affects us so much. But no, I, I mean, that's a hard, I know we're, we're kind of going on and on about this, but it's a hard question. And so like, that's why I said, like, if you want to speak about me and me speak about you. Um, but I, I know like when it comes to our, I would like to ask our kids because I think they would totally be like, well, you need oh. to say this more. Yeah. That's where you get the <laughs> honest answer. Yeah. Really, really that's, um, the, your kids will tell you, Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. Which, which yes. one, you know, I would just say, Dave, we'll just, we'll pretend that, that Ashley isn't here for just a moment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have found that, uh, for a lot of guys, for a lot of guys, they're quick to say sorry, but they really have no idea what they're sorry for. Yeah. Right. Sorry right. For well, because of that, what I was talking about. I think about. she wants me to say yeah. sorry, but I don't know why. So I'm just going to say sorry. Yeah. But, yeah. So yeah. I, you know, all three of these are in art form and, you know, it, as far as I'm concerned, if you're married, you might as well get really good at sorry because you're going to be saying it a lot. And yeah. you have to, you just have to get good at creative and kind ways of, of expressing sorry. Um, yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I just think it's, uh, well, thanks for letting me put you on the spot. And, and I <laughs> and bet, like, you know, by the time you get to the end of the book, too, you'll have a better sense of, you know, I need to work on my pleas or yes. I need yeah, to work good. on my thanks. Um, but uh, anyways, well, fun. I know, fun. I know we need to work. Like, I, I'm just sitting here. I'm like. I, I am going to ask the kids about it because I know they will have an opinion and I have, I am a work in progress always. So like, I, I know there's plenty to work on. I want to ask this, um, Mark, because I love how you're talking about how in marriage we have to get good at saying sorry, but we hear from so many people and I'm sure you do too, that say, oh yeah, my husband or my wife says sorry all the time, but they don't really mean it because the actions that follow it's the same old thing. It's like they say they're sorry with their mouth, but they're not showing they're sorry. Or maybe when they say they're sorry, they're like, but blah, 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 blah. I'm, or I'm sorry if you feel that way, like kind of like a, a dismissive right, sorry. Yeah. What do you say to that couple who's struggling with that? Well, that's a hard one because you yeah. do, you have to get a few wins under your belt. Yeah. Um, you know, in every marriage, isn't it funny that there are little things that drive the other person kind of crazy <laughs> and and they aren't the big things they're the things you overlook when you get married but right then later on and so some of this is just honestly an awareness of the way your spouse is wired so mm -hmm. be be it enneagram or be it um myers-briggs or yes. or strengths finder so you know my wife laura is a is a one on the enneagram mm -hmm. which means she tends towards perfectionism. Right. And right. you know what that means? That means when I'm doing the dishes and putting them in a certain order <laughs> in the dishwasher, guess what? I'm probably doing it wrong uh, because yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not doing it. Uh, but but we've learned to, you have to almost learn to laugh or chuckle. Yes. 
And yeah. and then I'm the three kind of achiever performer. Yeah. And uh-huh. and then, you know, what happens then, I'll just shoot straight. Like I got going in too many different directions. This was many years ago, but at one point Laura said, This isn't what I signed up for. Yeah. And so you know what I had to do? We had to set boundaries. So I yeah. only do seven overnight speaking trips a year these days yeah. because I was going too many different places. And at the end of the mm-hmm. day, I want to be famous in my home. And it's hard yes. to be famous in your home if you're never home. So um, and, and for the record, you know, for me, I, I love pastoring. I love writing. Don't you know, don't get me wrong. I love that stuff. But success is when those who know me best respect me most. And that's my wife and my kids. So at the end of the day, I feel like if they respect me, um, and if I can live with in, enough integrity that at least I'm the same person in private as I am in public. Right. Um, that, so good. You know, that if I have their respect, then I, I can look in the mirror and feel pretty good about everything else. That's such a good word. I mean, I, I feel like it, it's so clear, even if you're not in like vocational ministry or even para ministry, I feel like it's so important in any, any kind of with our work or our hobbies or whatever, that we realize that we don't, we don't put those things ahead of our families. You know, our, our first love, our, you know, we have God and then our, our spouse and then our kids. And it's like keeping those priorities straight is so important. And I do think it's easy when we're, you may be doing something that we feel like God has called us to, to put that on a pedestal and and tell our family they have to wait. But you were such a great example in that. And you know, we're, we're receiving that too, because we're constantly trying to make sure that everything's in the, in the right order, you know, biblically and, and just being there for our kids. And like you said, being famous at home. I love that. Yeah, thank, thank you for that. Just that healthy example you're yes, setting. Yes, yes, very much. Um, because that is, it's so easy to lose sight of what matters most. But if we lose sight of what matters most, then we're you missing can, it. <laughs> you can success anywhere else at the expense of success at home isn't real success. And yeah, it's so, so wise. I, I want to honor your time. I know we're, we're about out of time. So in just, in just a minute, as we close, we love to ask our guests to give, to give one piece of marriage advice. It doesn't have to be like even your, your, your best marriage advice, but just one nugget, especially someone like you who's got so many years of, of healthy marriage under their belt. But yeah. while you're thinking of that, I just want to remind our listeners uh, to check out this amazing new book uh, from Mark Batterson and really his whole library. You, you will not find a book that he's written that is not worth your time to read. Right. It is really just incredible. Uh, the, 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 the consistent level of, of wisdom and practical insight in everything that he yes. puts out. And it's in part because he himself reads so much, you know, like he's such, such an avid reader himself, which he talks about. And I mean, the library behind you, if you're watching I on mean, YouTube, it's impressive. like, you know, I've, I've got, li- I think that's a library of your dreams. I've got library envy. He does I'm have just, library uh, envy. Uh, he does. I'm just, I'm just looking at that lusting uh, after all those books. Um, <laughs> But follow Pastor Mark on social. He is a great follow. Just uh, mm-hmm. n- nearly every day, it'll be some amazing nugget of wisdom or a, a video clip from really insightful teaching. And if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, check out National Community Church, uh, just a thriving, life-giving church. So, all right. Mark, what do you got for us? What's one nugget of marriage advice as we prepare to land the plane here? Yeah, I'm going to cheat and say two things real quick. We'll take one, it. Enjoy, enjoy the journey. You've yeah. got to enjoy every age and stage. Mm-hmm. Um, by, by the way, did you know the word diaper spelled backwards is repaid? 
I'm just <laughs> oh, I didn't. That's so great. It all if makes you're in the <laughs> if you're in the diaper stage, um, that's your uh, that's your word. Uh, I, I would it. say that the I would say that the blessings of God will complicate your life. Um, so wow, praise yeah. God for those positive complications called marriage yeah. and kids. Don't yep. don't forget at one point the Israelites were complaining about manna, which was mm-hmm. a miracle. Right. And, and we think, how could they do that? Well, marriage is a miracle. It is. And yet we sometimes complain. So let's let's enjoy the miracle. But here, here's the last thing. And this comes out of a counseling session. Laura and I have a counselor that both individually and as a couple, mm-hmm. we've met with many, many times over many, many years. Uh, she recently said something that just kind of rocked our world. It's this idea that you have to have non-anxious curiosity towards others. And yeah. You know, that's yeah. hard because yeah. you yeah. can feel like you have your spouse all figured out or or if you have children, you know, but I, I, I think um, I have two rules of life. Every person is my superior in some way and that I learn of them. And yeah. two, everyone's fighting a battle I know nothing about. And so right. I want to have an extra measure of grace. And so I hope there's something somewhere in there uh, that will be a blessing uh, to all of those who are listening wow. to the marriages and uh, just grateful. What a joy, Dave and Ashley, to feel like we're uh, we're now officially friends after uh, a thirty-minute conversation. Man, we yes. we are. It's been and, our honor for sure. Yeah, it really has been. And so, thank you, thank you. It's just uh, like I said before we even started recording. Your your ministry's impacted us just deeply and personally uh, long before today. And so, just to connect with you today and to be able to share this interview and thank you. Um, it's been a privilege. And for all you guys who've been watching and listening, thanks for taking the time to take part of this. And, and don't let, the, don't let the, 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 the wisdom stop here because there's a whole lot more of it in the books that Pastor Mark has written and in the resources he has online. So check that out and keep fighting for your marriage every day. Keep making that investment every day. I promise it's, it's an investment that, that always pays off. God bless you guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs>